0: All right, does unconventional advertising hurt or help me? Is this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast, welcome to this episode, and we're going to go down the <laughs> labyrinth of unconventional advertising, and quote Kevin Hart, you're going to learn today. <laughs> uh, so. You're going to learn
1: today. <laughs> there you <Yeah>.
0: go. Put <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little twang on it, Jason. Yeah, I know. It. The next one says, Jason, read with flair, starting with, <laughs> what is unconventional advertising? Um, it's also known as Gorilla Advertising or guerrilla marketing method to unexpectedly promote a brand and to captivate an audience, usually low cost, high impact, like the noise in the background. Examples, handouts, giving out samples of product services, billboards, street paintings, and the list goes on. Uh, Traditional advertising is digital print ads pursued through tactics such as OTT, CTV, inbound marketing, and just basic programmatic advertising. Uh, I still use programmatic advertising. I I know people are like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And I uh, basically mean everything that is like tar- targeted, yeah. Yeah, targeted advertising. It's it's programmed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's machine learning type advertising, uh, IP targeting, geofencing. Uh, you know, it, it's either that or it's behavioral. Yeah. Behavioral data, uh, not just, you know, where they work and how much they make and where they live kind of data, demographic mm-hmm. data. So The kind of data everybody loses their mind on when they find out that some company knows about it. And then I go like, yeah, but Google's had it since 2004 and that's how they made all their money. (laughs) I mean, the ads came later. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think paid all that money to make Google rich? It wasn't the ads. They got going because in 2004 they were collecting information. And some government entity said, here's some money. (laughs) Would you like to get paid for these services? Yeah, one second. (laughs) There we go. Jacob had to leave early.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we in Area 51?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I probably all went to Area 51 too. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Michaela, you're up.
1: Let's talk about the pros and the cons, shall we, of unconventional advertising. Um, This is actually a quote that you found, Jason. I did not know who uh, Rob Rich was and I did some research. He's a creator and brand strategist in the New New England area. Um, And it states... If the ad can somehow contribute something positive, maybe just by making someone laugh as they walk down the street, then I think people are more likely to tolerate it and even
0: enjoy it. I yes, agree with that. Because, and I wanted to kind of highlight that because ads are getting annoying. They're getting invasive.
1: Fatigue. Sets yeah. in.
0: Well, recently, like... You can subscribe to Netflix without ads, and it's like what sixteen dollars a month or something, like fifteen ninety nine or whatever. Netflix, Yeah, Netflix, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't
1: even experienced the ads. I don't know. See, I, I'm a, I'm a Netflix moocher. I use <laughs> <laughs> Pete's I family's know account.
0: Yeah, I am too. I why. knew it
1: was something that was going to be rolled out, but I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it was part of their... I know Hulu does it. I know and, Disney. Um, Disney and Plus does. rolled
0: it out. I, think, I mean, I hear, I remember hearing about it. I didn't know they ever rolled it out. Yeah. So uh, you can get Netflix without ads or with, depending on what you pay. Um, And But, you know, everyday life, as you're just doing something and it becoming invasive, this ad is in your face again. It's almost like, have y'all ever watched Black Mirror? And there's this episode... this guy's like half an episode. I've seen yeah. it. It's been a while. But. He's in a small, this guy's living, it's in the future, of course. And he's living in a small cubicle and he's got to watch so many advertisements a day for credits. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then to get toothpaste out of a sink <laughs> and water and like, right. and that's how he, yeah. I feel like that is coming, you know, it's just like you have to tolerate the ad. I've seen five second ads now go to eight or nine, mm-hmm. you know, pre-roll ads. Um, was annoyed by that
1: me because you get the skip ad option and i do it every time
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i usually don't get annoyed by ads only because we're in the industry and i kind of mm-hmm. like to study them i like to look at them oh yeah, yeah. But i will say i listen to a lot of spotify and i don't pay for it because i'm cheap the cocaine bear movie <laughs> drove me absolutely nuts that's they the only time have- i've wanted to a- like, really just avoid a movie, product, mm-hmm. anything, simply due to, to the frequency of the ads. Mm-hmm. It came on it all the time. They every had so
1: page. many different marketing streams for that. Like, for UFC watchers, they all knew right. that that was predominantly their, their target audience. And they had it decked out in the in the octagon. They had, you know, the commercial uh-huh. or the trailer showing every time they, they went to a, commercial. It was
0: too much. It was mm-hmm. like, let, let the movie carry its novelty or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, right. the off the wall nature, but it was like, they're pushing it so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it ended up doing. Maybe it worked. But.
1: I mean, I watched it. I, I laughed my ass off, but
0: <laughs> I literally was starting to get mad at Spotify. I'm like, why do you let advertisers run at that frequency? Mm-hmm. They're, they're annoying your listeners. Like I started listening to Amazon music <laughs> instead. Because <laughs> they weren't, you know, because I, I get that for free or whatever through Prime, I, I get the actual mm-hmm. subscription where I don't have yeah. to have as many commercials. And Prime is not that expensive if you look at it; it's like what less than a hundred dollars a year, mm-hmm. which it's like three three eighty a month. I just renewed and and you split. I split it with family, so it's like yeah, works out to three eighty a month or something like that. Three dollars yeah. For- yeah, and I buy a lot. I buy what I buy on Amazon is mostly like toiletries and stuff because I just don't like shopping at Walmart. Mm-hmm. That store. Mm-hmm. uh anyways i could go on about that one but <laughs> it's just easier to order a lot of like full of paper uh taper towels things like that and yeah prime, put prime put comes one in order Andy. in i mean yeah shipping for one order is what like 5.99 yeah and then on the side i get streaming now i will tell you that the streaming service i'm not really that happy with it always like freezes up and shuts down when you like, watch primes when i'm in the yeah right when i'm getting into whatever i'm watching which makes me apprehensive that's about probably AT&T. anything Maybe. yeah i could, don't have any issues with it could be at like in my area it's like hey this is internet it's new <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's southern indiana
1: at least <laughs> you right. don't have frontier <laughs>
0: oh man <laughs> i just feel like some days i get i'd get a better connection off of my phone as a hotspot than i would mm-hmm. um anyways the cons of this so, I'll jump in, Michaela, because I skipped the pros. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to cover the pros?
0: Well, we kind of did. I mean, okay, catching people's attention, low-cost, yeah. low-budget, friendly, potential of impactful customer experience, impression. We right. kind of flipped it when John brought up, you know, like, goodness gracious, cocaine bears everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably because maybe the marketers were on cocaine. Maybe that's what they were doing. They are like, oh, you got to watch your cocaine bear. Well, maybe that like was the, part of the brand uh, extension. So, let's run our commercial mm-hmm. all the time. Well,
1: honestly, now that you say that, like, not, like, the cocaine people, like, you cocaine? know, like, cocaine people. <laughs> we're talking about cocaine a lot today. <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah. But, no, but, you know, like, the barstool mm-hmm. media people, like, yeah. you know, like, what they do. Yeah. Probably it was, I don't want to say, like, you know, that they were the agency that did all of this, like, arranged all of this. But maybe they had, you know, a say because I feel like. That's what they would do. It would just because I I don't know. I, it's I, up their alley. Yeah. Exactly, and I'm just like, hmm, is that how you know? It just was like that, mm-hmm. boom. Because I think didn't they do um, liquid death, the water can the water cans? I don't know. I don't know. No, okay, never I mean, mind. I know mm-hmm. they've
0: talked about it plenty, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're the agents.
1: Oh no, no, talk. no. I'm thinking of pirate water with a uh, Brianna chicken fry. Oh, that gotcha. I feel like has been pushed so much. And I also follow her on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing pirate water. And <laughs> These I are was all thinking, things,
0: by the way, I've never awesome. seen it. Anymore. I've never heard I've, of pirate I've, water.
1: have never mm-hmm. heard of it. It's, uh, I don't know. It's like, I want to say it's equivalent to like a Four loco. It's like, it, oh. it'll mess you up. <laughs> well,
0: it's not water. No. All right. <laughs> but well, liquid
1: death, true. you would think is, you know, like. Not water. When I went to the show that I went to at the Ruoff Center uh, on the outskirts of Indy, they had liquid death. And I was like, oh, my God, is that like, you know, a four loco? Right. No, it's just water. And it saved my life because it was blazing outside whenever I was out last weekend.
0: I've only had one moment when we were out. It was the three of us. We were all together at uh, the beer fest in J-Town. And I had that. I had one moment where I had to step back a minute and I'm feeling dizzy. And I was like, oh, I'm getting ready to have heat stroke. Mm -hmm. So I had to grab something to drink. And we were going to leave anyway. Said so that day, I think uh, your wife Heather was there. Finally, and mm-hmm. she that whole incident was hilarious. Where oh, it's, it's a beer festival and she forgot her ID. And oh she yeah, just had, yeah. To had to go, go all the way back. <laughs> 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 I forgot. And we had about such that. a good parking spot. I was so mad. Yeah, <laughs> Michaela and I just kept walking like, back and forth. She's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Well, John." No, we got t- all the way up to the, <laughs> the gate. She's <laughs> like, oh, "I have my ID." Yeah. Yeah. It happens, Anyways It does.
1: I I've done that a time or two.
0: Um, I have. I would have fear walking out of the house without my driver's license. I just always. Uh, I don't know. I just, it it happens. <laughs> I took Noah to school the other day, and I got home. I was like, oh, I didn't even take my wallet. I drove like thirty minutes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that's licensed. how you know, Yeah, that's how you know you got like too much on your plate. Um, cannot be analyzed effect- the cons of this. Can't be analyzed effectively. Difficult to get a confirmed number of impressions or conversions to evaluate the methods success, uh, in regards to guerrilla marketing, because you kind of have to, you're doing a thing. You kind of hope people show up essentially. Mm-hmm. And if people don't show up, it didn't work. So that's your metric. Yeah. But is it, <laughs> or you're counting on it to, to jump from physical to digital and you're counting on that kind of virality. Of, yeah. You know, like we've done, a. Uh, Live audience podcast, and not that many people showed up the second time around, mm-hmm. but digitally got a lot of downloads, mm-hmm. a lot of downloads. uh And so, digitally, I've had people ask, How was it? You know, people, the, the guy brought up that's going to be a startup week Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, How'd that, how'd that go? And he's just, he just didn't know about the podcast. That's how he found out about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes you get lucky, uh, which is really what I feel like it is a lot. It's just, Circumstances, luck, you know. Hopefully, you know, having it at David Buster's, obviously, that name it helps. Um, but even with them, I mean, it's it's a lot of people don't even know David Buster's in Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had that experience a lot, which we're fixing. But um, yeah, it, it that was one way to measure that it worked uh, was afterwards looking at their metrics and the downloads and and how many people streamed it and everything. It was like, oh, okay. Well, who cares if you know less than you know about ten people showed up? We got like all these you know downloads so I was like, all right, that worked. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's uh that's kind of a relatively new thing I feel like here in the city is uh live audience podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I struggle I just wish I could say live podcasting because Greg's like, Oh you mean like Facebook Live? No. Mm-hmm. There's an audience. <laughs> live recorded audience we just need to do a flash mob podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well that was the big thing. Yeah they kinda
1: do uh um what the heck was that thing the Harlem Shake
0: that yeah oh <laughs> just, wow I when, when social media was coming up that was and flash mobs started to bring flash mob dances or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that that was like a huge thing because everybody was trying to get on the Ellen Show or trying to get a you know just sm- you know smattered across all of social media mm-hmm. yeah for doing this this stunt essentially it is a stunt I mean there's a there's a show that. We've talked about this before, about spectacle versus, uh, you know, just good content. I mean, we uh, we went when Wonder Woman 1984 came out. It's, uh, I don't know what number of episode it was, but for those 62. listening... 62. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's back in the day. It's if back. you want it, you got to scroll back. Yeah, yeah. There's a load more button on the site. You'll find it. <laughs> um, but it's uh, the quality of the narrative. It just wasn't there. I still call Wonder Woman 1984 the Tweety Bird versus, you know, put, putty tat fight in the third act because <laughs> that's all it was. It just, she was dressed like a bird and and there was a cat. And I just kept thinking to myself, this is a Looney Tunes episode.
1: <laughs> Bad old putty tat.
0: Yeah. It's just like, you remember the episode? Oh, you may not, but there's an episode of Tweety Bird and he gets into this uh, scientist's um, laboratory and they do like the Jekyll Hyde thing. And so mm-hmm. Sylvester gets in. He's of course he's hunting Tweety Bird, and Tweety Bird gets a hold of the uh, serum and turns into this ginormous <laughs> monstrous bird. And every time he does, he's like shakes around and turns in there. He's like, God, ah. he's going to eat the cat, and then the cat gets scared, and starts running away, and it's just <laughs> back and forth. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of with Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, that's the first time I've heard someone talk that in depth about Tweety Bird. I, don't know. I was, I was a young boy. i
1: been here from that purty cat.
0: <laughs> now I want to go watch it.
1: I know I do too. I want. Yeah. I want a bowl of cocoa pebbles when I get home. Who and owns to put that? that on. Uh, well, uh, Max. Uh uh It's on Max, I think.
0: Uh, Heather and I just finished watching the Ultimatum. That was a season of it. Or that was something what like I watched it. recently. Is it was, it was interesting. Yeah, I never. Uh, it is fun to just sit there and be like what the hell's wrong with what what, mm-hmm. what is wrong with these people but yeah. uh, you know you put a camera on any of us <laughs> say the same thing mm-hmm. well i mean when i look at the circumstances of that like this is so sad at my age like look when you look at the circumstances of the couples <laughs> that were in there some of you guys and girls need to get your crap together like <laughs> when did this become important <laughs> survivor yeah i blame survivor yeah yes honestly uh, anyways, talk about viral marketing since talking about viral stuff. Because honestly, with the writer strike and everything going on, this is our future of content and entertainment. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's no writers. There ain't nobody going to. I mean, I remember when Transformers, the sequel, I can't remember what it was called. But it's when they killed Optimus Prime again and brought him back.
1: Is it a recent?
0: Uh, no, this it, is. Uh, I want to say this is 2011, I think. Uh,
1: uh, uh, I feel like they always have the Revenge word of the rise. Fallen.
0: Revenge they the- always have
1: the letter R. Revenge. That's rise. It. That's it.
0: Yeah, it was Revenge of the Fallen. And that whole, when the writers were on strike, the advertisement of that was just odd. But the the movie was basically ripping off the story of Jesus hmm. because the Fallen was the main enemy uh-huh. and he was amongst crimes. So I was like, okay, so basically Satan who's an angel (laughs) because big surprise Satan is not the opposite of God like he's not like God's adversary God made Satan so no but that's the way they want to set it up All right. so I looked at that and then they talk about only a prime can defeat a prime (laughs) and then you had Optimus Prime die and then you had to have the matrix and he was resurrected and then he got like a new body and I was just like (laughs) what are you all doing is this Jesus Christ superstar but robots (laughs) 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 you just got to get people, you got to keep people's attention for an hour and 40 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: no, it was longer than that.
1: <laughs> and mean, like what they did with Oppenheimer when we were talking with Richard with Florence Pugh. Like they had to throw that in there to, you know, keep know. people captivated. <laughs> during that was movie about the atomic bomb.
0: I know, because when we had Richard from Lynn Stadium here with Richard Hendry, uh, you know, he was like, I heard about how they shot the film and how they did the explosions. And he said, that's what I heard about. Uh, I didn't. I I, I caught a little bit of that because I was following the whole press release, the whole thing. Most of it, I swear to God, was about the nude scene. <laughs> and it was just like, I kind of agree. Why have it? Why Why was that? in?
1: I was even sitting in the theater. Like,
0: it just like seems why? like, oh, we just have to have a nude woman in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was like, why does the affair? Because I don't know if it's historically accurate or not. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, if he had an affair or not.
0: So, I don't know. That movie is a movie I've not seen. By the way, I, I just know the history of it, and mm-hmm. and uh,
1: that's why I uh, watched it. It was funny seeing because I Pete and I both went, and he he's very much into like the quantum mechanics part of it, and that's what he nerded out part <laughs> about, yeah. about it, and I nerded out over the history factor of it.
0: But I mean, this whole this whole thing, it was unconventional advertising because um, it was a strange thing, and uh, this is like where it comes back to the point. Uh, Barbenheimer was not a campaign. It was not a marketing agency that came out with it. It was.
1: It was a, like a societal norm thing that everyone just you know latched onto and just started calling it that. And yeah. now there's t-shirts. Now there, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. imagine, one of those. Imagine
0: m- being the guy who came up with that, or, or the woman. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to say it first, put it out in the world. Yeah, and they word get, of mouth. They get no credit. Yeah, no. It, well, <laughs> you know, it's just uh It was a phenomenon. Is all it was, and. We'll, we'll, we'll see the next one you don't know but i mean that's kind of what unconventional advertising is can it hurt you absolutely uh, i think there's a person today that wish people would quit bringing up the hashtag cowboys uk because it spells cowboys suck <laughs>
1: <laughs> i had to think about that one for a second <laughs> yeah
0: because they played the nfl game like in the uk or something
1: mm-hmm. like that. i remember that and
0: uh, but it was like you know there's just certain things that could help you it could hurt you and in this case, Barbenheimer helped both those films make a lot of money and get, I mean, we're still talking about them. I think mm-hmm. it was a, a lot of people want theaters to come back and that was kind of the, a, a, a moment to crusade behind movie theaters. It was the like resurrection the industry. from yeah.
1: post-COVID. Everyone wanted to go back to the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Something enticing uh, to go.
0: Didn't Blue Beetle, didn't it beat uh, Barbie's opening weekend? Um, Did I read that? I, I, might I don't know. I could have. Yeah. I think right I didn't now, hear anything about it. That's why I read that headline. I was like, there's no way there's I think everybody's no afraid of Taylor Swift right now. Like surpassing uh, yeah, even coming. star Wars <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. the projections on that have her beating uh, in game star Wars, bunch of other And I'm like, I mean, Taylor Swift, really? Okay. All right. Well, I, I would not, uh, I would not be shocked at all. I mean, mm-hmm. anyways, unconventional advertising can hurt you or it can help you. It just depends on the strategy you take. Uh, and you really have to think about that. Um, Marketing can be fun. It can be entertaining. There's a lot of things that could go with it. But uh, whatever you do, uh, definitely, definitely think about it before you do it. So if you enjoyed this episode of NerdBrand Podcast, go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast, or you can go to Apple or Spotify, download the show, subscribe and like. We're on social media. Leave us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, nobody ever talks to us. It makes <laughs> us feel lonely. <laughs> yeah, so, love yeah.
1: me. Yeah. Love me.
0: Um, yeah, just John's they way talk of saying to us like in, You don't have they talk to talk to us in person. Yeah, we do have we do appreciate our fans greatly mm-hmm. and we thank you. We're coming up on two hundred episodes coming in March. So we are we are really in a couple months gonna have to start looking at like a venue and do another uh, live audience episode. So uh if you're interested in being a guest or being a part of that, let us know. All right. Well if not, we'll see you next week.
1: Did you know everything is an ad? What do you mean? All expressions related to a brand are an
0: ad. You just blew my mind.
1: Yeah, don't let overthought advertising strategies get you down. Just have your why and a budget and leave the rest to the nerds. To chime in on all the latest branding and advertising pointers, listen to the Nerd Brand Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.